This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Tuesday, May 7th, 2013. I'm Caleb Brown. A new report from the Heritage Foundation claims that giving documentation to illegal immigrants would mean a $6.3 trillion hit to the U.S. economy. But the study has drawn fire for its methods from other leading conservatives. Alex Narasta, an immigration policy analyst at the Libertarian Cato Institute, discusses the report and the importance of good scholarship on immigration. The Heritage Foundation did a study that was similar to this in 2007 and is widely credited with playing a role in scuttling uh, immigration reform legislation. What have they done uh, differently in this study? Well, not very much. I mean, most of the same flaws that were present in 2007 have reappeared in their updated study. I think the most uh, damaging or serious flaw is that it doesn't take account of how GDP and the economy and productivity will grow as a result of immigration, thus increasing tax revenue over the long run. That's sort of a definitional uh, process that happens by definition when we have more immigration. So excluding those effects and the extra tax revenue from a bigger economy uh, seriously biases the study. Just to be clear, uh, when you say that that occurs by definition, it occurs because we have new people who are both working and consuming. Yeah, immigrants are both workers and consumers in the economy. So on the work-end side, on the supply side, they increase the amount of production, they increase the amount of goods and services that can be consumed by Americans. On the demand side, they also increase demand. They buy more goods and services produced by Americans, and they stimulate more production indirectly that way. The term dynamic scoring has become sort of a buzzword surrounding this. I think a lot of people even though many people who are using that term uh, don't really understand what that means. What does that mean and how would it impact this uh, report, other pieces of legislation if scored in a similar way? Dynamically scoring this bill basically means that we need to take account of the economic changes that occur in the economy because of this legislation. Immigration reform is going to increase the number of workers and businesses, which increases the supply side. It's also going to increase the number of consumers, so it'll have a stimulative effect on the demand side. Uh, And this is what's really disappointing to me is the Heritage Foundation has been at the forefront of arguing for dynamic scoring when it comes to issues like tax cuts. They argue rightly and forcefully, and they have for decades, that doubling tax rates will not double tax revenue because people's incentives and behavior changes as a result. I think that those same lessons need to apply to immigration reform. And I want to say that the Congressional Budget Office has agreed to dynamically score this immigration reform bill, and it's a shame that the Heritage Foundation has not done so. Robert Rector assumes a pretty substantial decline in the wages of low-skilled Americans as a result of amnesty. How do you evaluate that? Wage declines of 10% are more than double the most pessimistic observations that we've seen about immigration to the U.S. since 1990. Uh, the, the thing is, once these immigrants come into the United States or they stay here and they, start, they, they work legally above board, you will see an increase in the supply of low-skilled workers, but there will also be an increase in the amount of capital and the amount of machines and the profitability and productivity of businesses that compensates that. So in the short run, there might be a little bit bigger wage decline than 5%, but in the medium to long run, um, 5% is about the maximum that we could expect. Now, another study done by economists Ottaviano and Perry found that all wage groups in the United States, all native-born Americans, saw wage increases as a result of low-skilled immigration because even low-skilled immigration 
uh, they are different than uh, native-born Americans with similar skills because of language ability, because of specific uh, other different types of skills that are difficult to measure in the market. So the notion that low-skill immigration will drop low-skill American wages is not at all certain in the academic literature. Alex Narasta is an immigration policy analyst at the Cato Institute. You can read more of his work on immigration at our website, cato.org.